happy moment. Thank you for joining another tale in tune with TJ. I'm TJ, aka TJ Sachs, BKA Elder Kellogg, better known as Terry, dad, brother, nephew, friend, extraordinary co worker. You caught some seven minute messages. You know me as Brother Kellogg. We're here on this podcast. You're more of my inner circle. So you can call me TJ. We do this podcast here to share stories, some original, some fictional, music, all original. And this podcast is good for everyone from still listening to headphones inside of mom's womb. So you've been out of the womb for a hundred plus years. And if you have, congratulations and happy birthday. This podcast here is to help you relax, help you center, help you find calm. The tones, tunes and tales provided by TJ is going to be nourishment for your soul. I'm sure of it. See, God has blessed us with gifts and courtesy of Jamil's hands. We are giving what's given. The music you hear, original. The tales, sometimes original, sometimes not. Fiction, nonfiction, poetry when we do, and until and throughout the time when we actually have guests trying to give you something to help. As a disclaimer, I'm not a comedian, I'm not an entertainer, not a doctor or psychiatrist, but I believe if you're listening right now, that you're not here by mistake. My hope, my prayer, and my belief that if you continue listening, give some feedback and suggestions for episodes, share with somebody, I believe this podcast will bless you. So on Tales and Tunes with TJ, like I said, stories, some fictional, some non-fictional, we give what's been given to us. And one thing that's been given to us is the word of God. So... Today's tale, why even speak? Come on, Deton, talk, speak, language, expression. It is the foundation of civilization. It's how people can relate to one another. Speaking. The point, the objective, the original message can be misconstrued through text. Where talking, rapping, you can tell by the inflection or the tone of your voice what's being said. So let's get into today's story. Why even speak? Imagine... Sitting nice. Picture nice in your mind. Whether it's living luxuriously, everything is plush, or it's leather, or is it wood grain, or whatever your ideal design for nice, or luxurious, or at least comfortably. You're living well. Things are okay. You've got a family, or you've got children, or you've got wealth, you've got 
things that would give you status and you have favor among men and suddenly people start dying your family members start dying the riches that you have begin to blow away with the wind the things that you had seem to burn up and become of no profit and even the closest to you lets things come out of their mouth that in our human meat that in our human mortality in our human system and our human nature is to say but the way it strikes you is an attack against you what you believe and you find yourself alone you find yourself now not only your family is gone not only is your riches gone not only is the closest one that was to you is gone now your health begins to deteriorate a sickness you can't find a cure for and you get to a place where you try to recover but there is no recovery and what's worse in this moment of your lowest point those who call yourself friends come to see you normally when friends come to see you they bring gift they bring words of comfort they congratulate you on something you've done they bring conversation about other things that are going on that you may have in common but these friends these same friends at this time at this time of your weakness at this time of your struggle they come and they begin to rail on you one friend calls you a hypocrite they may be the older of the group built on tradition big on tradition and basically compares you to a beast and tells you encourage yourself lift yourself up you've, you've encouraged others encourage yourself you have another friend who is like the endeavorer of of someone intelligent the endeavor or the mind of the enlightened ones and this friend a little younger than the sage thinks that you have sinned thinks you really screwed up and that's why you're in the state that you're in and then you've got your other friend and this friend birds chirping all about the rising of the morning might be a person who gets up first thing in the morning but they begin to attack your character something about you just you you got picked out they wince at your conversation your friends those quote unquote friends say this could be divine punishment for something that you've done but I hear the words the quotes that say those who have no trouble make fun of those who do then you retort to your friends to the changing of no minds people in sin sometimes prosper better than those that are righteous and how can man 
dispute with the Almighty. Can't even answer one of 1,000 of his questions. And this whole conversing, this conversation with you and your three friends, suddenly, without cloudy foretelling, bereft of Channel 3 News update in absence of radar scans and professional educated guesses on the weather here comes a twister here arrives a spinning cycle, a whirlwind a storm and what's more it speaks it speaks questions vast Queries large on what are earthly foundations and who put them there? How long are they? Who shut the sea with doors? Did you give good wings to the peacocks? The whirlwind asks things like, Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Can you lift up your voice of the clouds that the abundance of waters may cover you? Can you send lightnings that they may go and say unto thee, Here we are? Who hath put wisdom in the inward parts? Who hath put understanding in the heart? Who can number the clouds in wisdom? Or who can say to the bottles of heaven, when the dust grows into hardness and the clods cleave fast together. Will you hunt the prey for the lion or fill the appetite with the young lions when they couch in their dens and abide in the covert to lie in wait? Who provideth for the raven his food when his young ones cry unto God? They wonder for lack of meat. Words wise, words great, words strong, words that this man in our story could not for his life, for his wisdom, find an answer. And the whirlwind said, answer me, speak. And the man said, I am dirty I am vile I am nothing I will lay my hand upon my mouth the almighty goes on to speak more things too incredible for human ears to comprehend questions too complicated too many variables way out of our spectrum for mankind to retort and this Job this man he says who can contend with the almighty by my ear I hear you and with my eye my unseen seeing I see you who no man can he was able to see the invisible holy one through his wisdom in his struggle in his time before the whirlwind spoke 
this same man, this same Job, said, Though he slay me, though it seems that he is killing me, yet will I trust in him. All my time, I will maintain my ways before the Lord. I will keep my integrity. If a tree is cut down, is it possible that there may be growth out of the stump? That new life may come back? In life, we find ourselves in so many situations where it's time to speak or someone wants you to speak. You are prompted to answer. You are prompted to act. You may be in a classroom and there's a bully and you're confronted and you have to address. You have to defend yourself. You feel this inside of you. I can't keep my silence right now. The question, why even speak? Sometimes when you speak, the words that you speak hurts. Sometimes when you speak, the words that you utter become life. And sometimes they become death. Do we want to be like those friends in the book of Job? Do we want to be like Bildad, Eliphaz, Zaphor? Do we want to be like Job's wife? How many of these four spoke comfort to Job? Not one. The Bible records that when the the last thing the Almighty spoke out of the storm, out of the whirlwind, out of the twister, out of the tornado, out of the wind... He said, you friends of Job did not speak right about me like your friend Job has. Go and ask him to forgive you. Go and repent. And as the story goes, the friends offered to Job and said, please forgive us for what we've said. The almighty God, Jehovah, in his speech, justified Job's stance, justified his integrity, that in all that he had been through, in all that he had lost, in all that he had endured, in all of the pain and the agony that he felt, he never cursed God. He may have cursed the day he lived, not with profane words, but he said, I wish it had never happened. But it was not until the friends repented. Job, even in his speech, repented and covered his mouth. Why even speak? Let me be quiet. I was not able to convince my friends that it's not something I've done that has caused this. The beginning of Job records that this had nothing to do with Job's conversation with his mouth but had something to do with his New Testament definition of conversation his behavior the fact that he loved God and he hated evil 
And the devil thought he could get Job to turn the other direction. Stay true. Keep your integrity. Repent and be quiet when it's necessary. Don't contend with the Almighty. Job did. It didn't change much, but he stayed true with God no matter what his friends said about him or to him. And after his friends repented and they offered to Job, Job forgave them and he prayed over them. And this story says at the end of the book of Job, God turned the captivity of Job. I can see his skin getting healthier. I can see the boils clearing up. I can see him getting some good skin coming back and everything just falling off like bad ashes. Take a good shower and his skin is refreshed. I can see him meeting a new woman and having more children. The Bible says he had more, double as much in the end that he had in the beginning. If he had 10 children in the end, did he have 10 more or did he have... 10 more on top of the 10 that he had did he end up with 20 altogether but he had double whatever amount of prosperity or things he had if he had a house he had two in the end you know he had double double blessings for enduring maintaining his integrity speaking right about God and forgiving his friends not being afraid to repent and cover up his mouth because it still begs the question why even speak when God can see your good deeds and reward what he sees so if you're dealing with anxiety If you're dealing with sadness, depression, if you're dealing with family issues, if you're dealing with talking too much or people around you talking too much or situations where it seems your words is not changing the situation. I believe these tales and tunes with me, TJ, will strengthen you in this moment and give you the wisdom that you need and give you replenishment and boldness to stay true maintain your integrity and not let down for anybody or anything no matter what things you lose whether it be your health your brother your mom your car your dog whatever it is if God's given it he can take it but you maintain your trust because Job's story proves that when, if you maintain your integrity, when God gives it back, he'll give you double. After this moment, I believe you'll be able to move forward and be great in all of who God called you to be. Props to you. Good job. And thank you for listening. If this has helped you, touched your mind, Please subscribe, share. These are brought to you by Jamil's Hands, where we're giving what's given. So stay strong. Until the next moment.